You're listening to Southern Fried Sports with Travis Ryer on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. TUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. A Town Square Media Station. This is Southern Fried Sports with Bama Online Senior Analyst Travis Ryer on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Wednesday morning here at Regents Traditions out here in Birmingham. James Ludeman, Joe Gaither, Jacob Harrison, Tommy Paradise joining you for this episode of Southern Fried Sports. Glad to be with you today. Hopefully you're doing great this afternoon. We are hanging out here live for another hour uh, at the uh, Pro-Am and uh, Nick Saban, Nate Oates, uh, several uh, celebrities, Charles Barkley, uh, Kirby Smart. I mean, a number of people here today uh, were out early this morning. They're making their rounds uh, on the course right now. And, uh, of course, the show, as always, brought to you by Peterburg Chocolatier. And, uh, by the way, if you are not ready for Mother's Day, Peterburg Chocolatier is the place that you want to go. 1530 McFarland Boulevard in Tuscaloosa. And they have a lot of things that you can get for your mothers or significant others. Yeah, you can steal that one from me. It's okay. Mothers and significant others. Uh, I like to rhyme all the time. There it is. Uh, so, Peterburg Chocolatier, thank you very much. Peterburg Chocolatier sponsors the show. And uh, as I mentioned before, Joe Gaither joining me here live uh, at the golf course. Uh, Tommy Paradise and Jacob Harrison are back in studio. And together, us four, we combine to form the 60-Minute Man. Of Tide 100.9 Sports Radio. Joe, we got an hour left out here. We've been hanging out. We've been watching. You think they'll let us sneak on the course after? I'm sure they'll let us play nine. I mean, they have to, right? I yeah. mean, we, we, we're media. You know, we can go behind the rope with these media passes. They let media they, they let media play Augusta like on the Monday after the tournament. There you go. I mean, hey, we can go steal those guys' clubs over there. You know, just go. I don't have a pair of clubs. You got your clubs here. Yeah, I, I don't. So I'd have to go. Man. I'd have to go, to go beat somebody up for their clubs. I guess. Ready to go. Um, but anyway, so uh, Jacob Harrison, how are you, my friend? I'm here. I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to argue some more about uh, NIL and the the world of college football. No, that was last show. We've moved on. Well, if you uh, want to argue with Jacob it's a new show. on it's the, the same topics. NIL or uh, <laughs> on the NIL and how college football might be broken or maybe it's not broken, no, maybe it you love broken. it, you can call us on that Peterbrook Chocolatier studio line, 205-342-9904. 
I, don't, I think it's broken, and I think Alabama's going to further break it. I think Alabama's going to going to oh, use the, the name, image, and likeness to continue to deplete the talent across the country and continue to basically consolidate all the talent of college football right here in Tuscaloosa. And I'm not real mad about that because I like seeing talented players and talented teams, but uh, it's just becoming at a, at a level and at a point where, you know, Alabama's just going to use every, you know, the new transfer rules. Oh, we just want a wide receiver from Ohio State. Yeah, you can come on. Uh, and by the way, you can make some money on your social media. We'll put you on, you know. And oh, and by the way, we, you know, we'll, you, Coach Saban's little Mercedes plant. You can be the new, you can be the new, uh, the, the, the new spokesperson. I, I, I think it's going to be great for Alabama. They're going to turn it into just a money-making cash cow that, that basically further solidifies Alabama as the king of college it's football. It's going to blow up in their face. Anyway, let me talk to you guys about this real quick before we get rolling. Uh, with more ridiculous takes like that one. Uh, we did a question in the last, uh, on the Gary Harris show, on Time 109's uh, uh, Twitter page, excuse me. Uh, who would you rather be paired with at the region's tradition today? Nick Saban, Nate Oates, Wimp Sanderson, or John Parker Wilson? We had a comment from Steve Cahoon a few minutes ago. He said, I'm going with Coach Sanderson. Because that way you're going to get to meet anybody worth meeting. That's the truth. Plus, you can find out a few more things that apple cider vinegar is good for. <laughs> so uh, so I think you, Steve's got a great point there. Uh, I'm still leaning more towards Nate Oates personally because I feel like, you know, although hearing from Aaron Jordan, who's the SID for Alabama men's basketball, uh, it sounds like Nate's been turning it on here hey, over the he last little bit. Got a little nervous on that first hole, hooked it off to the left side, but I think he straightened out his swing and uh, he's going low, long and straight and going low. I like it. I like it. That that's the, the the good way to do it. Well, we are know? a championship school, so he's got to uphold that reputation and uh, you know have a good round today. You think Auburn's going to beat them today, in in like overall? Because they you know they keep track of the overall. Well, yeah, with, I, with the pairings and they stuff. they do. But here's the thing: those guys don't don't tell our, our neighbors in West Georgia, but uh, they struggle with math and counting. And, and, and you know you know this is Ouch. this is golf, so you're only counting usually to four, five, or six. You know, but uh, <laughs> that's that's gonna be that's tough. That's tough for the guys in Auburn. That's tough for uh, Brian Harson. Well, may, may, maybe he's still got you know he's still educated from his time out in uh, Boise State. Uh, but you know, potentially Char- Charles Barkley, Bo Jackson, can they count to six? No, they can't. Oh. Listen, it's Bo Jackson. Come on, I know I know we're hating on. Auburn, well, they're but Alabama it's legends. They, they are Alabama legends, but uh, I, I wonder if uh, they're going to put. Oh, that was a four. That was a four. Just over and over and over. That was a four for us. Four for us. That's a four, uh, right? <laughs> Coach, Coach, Coach Saban and Nate Oates, they're not going to. They're, they're going to play every every hole true. They're, gonna, they're not going to be you know using the foot wedge. They're not going to be using the, the eraser on the scorecard. So uh, whatever the score they turn in, I'm confident it will be the. You truth. think Nick Saban will hit any snowmans today? No, no. You don't no. think he'll he'll get any snowmans no. today? No. Coach Running Saban, some trouble. Coach Saban is going is playing birdie golf. He's going to he's going to go birdie 100. golf. Nick Saban going to play birdie golf today? Why not? That would be that. Wow, that would be epic if that were to happen. Uh, by the way, what do you? Okay, here's a good question for everybody. And if you're listening, of course, as Joe mentioned, the Peterburg Chocolatier Studio Line two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. If you want to join in the conversation here on Southern Fried Sports. What is what is the high end? Do you think for Nick Saban today? You think he scored? What, what, let's see, one couple scores. What do you think? Uh, maybe like a minus five, maybe a minus ten. I mean, minus ten is a really really good score. Uh, or do you think he finishes even? Is it even par? Maybe that's maybe that's the question to ask today. 
Uh, how, how good do you think Nick Saban's going to do uh, out here at the beautiful Greystone yeah, Golf has, and Country it, it Club? It has turned beautiful, I'll tell you that. It really has. It, it was really kind of misty this morning, a little bit of rain, not too bad. Uh, it's windy, but it's not really sunny. It's kind of overcast. Uh, good view of the mountains there right in front of us. Really a beautiful uh, backdrop over here off the, off the uh, first hole uh, over here on this. Jacob? I want to throw it to you, my friend, uh, because I wanted to ask you, uh, obviously your excitement about getting Najee Harris uh, notwithstanding. Um, We did some research last night on our show, and we found out that the average lifespan, or not lifespan, that's terrible, average career span, I should say, uh, is uh, 3.3 years for a running back. Uh, now there are there are a lot of running backs who who have gone on. Uh, you know, Adrian Peterson I know had a long career. Uh, Frank Gore was another one of those guys that had a long career. Uh, still trying to keep his career going. Uh, but if Najee Harris does real well, you know, what do you think his stealing could be as far as you know how long he's able to last? You know, barring any injury or anything like that. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. But do you see Najee as being a, you know the long term guy in Pittsburgh? I think he's got the potential for it, but I mean, even even five years, uh, you know, just getting that that fifth year option and being the guy for five years. I mean, he he'll be almost thirty when that contract is over. So I'm not I'm not stressing about any of that though. You know, this is a team that needs to try to win right now. Uh, if Ben wants, you know, if if Najee can take even more pressure off of Ben, then Ben can continue to play. Uh, for a few more years, so who knows? I'm, not that I'm necessarily rooting for that, but I'm just saying the window is right now. Najee is the kind of guy that gives you the window right now. The Steelers think they can still be a Super Bowl contender right now, so those are the kind of moves that they made. That's why uh, much to the behest of, of guys like Green, like Greeny on ESPN, they didn't take a, a quarterback in the NFL draft. They're trying to win right now. So as long as Najee helps them helps the Pittsburgh Steelers win right now, then he's done his job. I, I, as far as running backs go, it's it's too hard to predict how, how long a career they can have in today's NFL because even great ones sometimes fall off. I mean, who, who thought Todd Gurley was going to Who are they going to take, though, Jacob? Take. I mean, who are they going to take at quarterback? I mean, all the really good quarterbacks were, were already pretty much gone at that point. I mean, yeah, That's you could have taken a risk on, on Kyle Trask maybe, That's but, what but even that was too early. You know, so I don't know who would make that argument. There was no quarterback that was an upgrade over Mason Rudolph, period. And, you know, like after the first five, there's no upgrade over Mason Rudolph. Why waste the pick when you're trying to win right now? There's no point. Yep. Makes total sense. Absolutely. And then, of course, Joe, Tommy's uh, Atlanta Falcons had a pretty solid draft, I would say. It wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't – oh, he's not here. Oh, I thought he was here. Well – the That's Atlanta okay. Falcons still had a good draft anyway. They had an all right draft. You know. Yeah. It's but, still the Falcons. But, of course, you know, one of the big winners, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Justin Fields, you know, that guy that you guys traded up ten spots to get. Uh, obviously, your excitement level for Justin Fields is, is, is you know, warranted because he's very, very good. Uh, but, you know, what, what do you think the game plan is for a guy like Justin Fields? Does he – does he sit for you know behind Nick Foles for a few and, and look, or do you think this is a guy who could start day one? Well, first off, he's not sitting behind Nick Foles. He's going to sit behind. Or, sorry, uh, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Sorry, I He'll, keep forgetting. Yeah, Andy Dalton. I think we'll, we'll we'll see Andy for 
at least three or four weeks, maybe more, maybe five or six. I think I think we'll see Andy um, for a good portion of the first bit of the season. I'm, and I'm hopeful that, uh, that they don't throw Justin Fields out before he's ready. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very excited about that. I think he's going to be, you know, I'm, this is my Bears bias, but I think he's going to be the best rookie quarterback out of the group. I know that uh, Trevor Lawrence is the the, the – the popular answer there because of his, his, his obvious skill. But uh, you're going to Jacksonville, uh, I'm just not crazy about Jacksonville. I never have been and I probably never will be. Uh, you think uh, Matt gets a shot at maybe being – I don't know if he'll be the best either in this, but, I mean, because my, my argument is how long do you let the Cam Newton experience go? And Jacob made a good point on the Gary Harris show that, you know, Bill Belichick's going to put the best player in. So if Cam's not – doing the job it won't be long if cam, if cam it comes out and, and and can't throw a five-yard slant like he struggled with last last season uh then he won't he's not going to sit back there and uh, and hamstring his offense just to just because uh he, he likes playing cam newton uh i i think he's going to try to figure out whoever can move the ball the most consistently for his offense and mac's going to be able to do that mac's going to be the kind of guy that mac's the perfect patriot because you know bill belichick's motto just do your job just do your job just do your job don't do any more, don't do any less, just do your job. Well, that's all Mac Jones ever did at Alabama. He, yeah. uh, you, oh, check down, boom, just uh, do my job, just do my job, pass it out to the open guy. Doesn't have to really, you know, obviously some of those, a lot of the times last season that open guy was the guy streaking down the field yeah. <laughs> over the top, wow. uh, but but that was his job, and Mac Jones did an excellent job last year of uh, just doing his job for Nick Saban and this Crimson Tide offense, and I think that he can, you know, do that again for, for this Patriots offense. I want to tell you we're going to take a break uh here on southern fried sports but when we come back joe i want to tell you about a rivalry that is uh being very undersold in my opinion uh in the nfl between two guys uh when we come back i want to talk about that because i think we could have the next potential peyton manning versus tom brady style rivalry uh between two guys that we're very familiar with so we'll talk about that right here on southern fried sports on tide 100.9 it is the home of alabama sports Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. The high today, 75. For tonight, fair and cool with a low at 52. And for tomorrow and Friday, the weather will be dry with a good supply of sunshine both days. Highs between 74 and 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. The Crimson Tide will not be denied. Welcome back into Southern Fried Sports right here on Tide 100.9. Joe Gaither, James Ludeman, James Ludeman and uh, Jacob Harrison all, all in, uh, hanging out with you at the Regions tr- Traditional. Uh, we've got a, we're hanging out in Birmingham at Greystone Golf and Country Club. You think people are looking at us crazy because we're sitting here talking while they're trying to putt? Nah, maybe so. That's all right. That's all right. Well, you know, with no Travis Ryer today, with with no Travis Ryer today, um. I gotta ask you, Jacob. What's the uh, playlist theme of the day? Or do we have one? See, I don't have one. That song was just sitting around from last hour. 
right. Solid. Nice. Solid. Okay. I, I, so I broke the we can call of it the, the show. So. You know, yeah, you did. You broke it. It's Just shame. like NIL is going to break college football. Hey, if you See, would bring you some empirical it. evidence to that argument, I'd be glad to hear it. <laughs> you know me. I don't have empirical evidence. I just I just do my thing. I just do what you, I'm you supposed to do. You just gradually so. get louder and louder and louder until we just stop. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if it helps people believe in the cause, i got to do what i got to do. You know, it is what it is. But anyway, yeah, as Joe said, we're hanging out here at the Regents Tradition. Uh, Pro-Am today, got a great tournament lined up for this weekend starting tomorrow. Uh, of course, Wimp Sanderson, legendary Alabama coach, paired up with John Daly today. Uh, John Daly looked uh, like John Daly, uh, out here putting with a cigarette in his mouth and uh, uh, blue bright shorts on and, uh, you know, just doing what John Daly does, uh, which is great. So that was really cool to see that. Uh, getting to see Nick Saban. Uh, really, th- this is the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about. And I mentioned this in the Gary Harris show, but I think I think it's worth mentioning again. I think it was really cool, first of all, that Nick Saban went over to, you know, talk with the kids that are here, you know, from Children's of Alabama, who's one of the main primary sponsors of this, um, but was just very cordial and very nice to them. Um, you know, you see Nick Saban on the field. He's an intense guy. He's very intense in his interviews. Uh, things like that as well. But you, you saw a little bit of a softer side today yeah. of Nick Saban, which I thought was awesome. Um, but the other thing that we got to take into account here, Joe, is that with this event, this is really the first time that media has had up-close access to these to these coaches uh, in over a year uh, because of COVID-19 and, and things like that. A lot of protocols. You know, media, when you were doing media at these games – and Joe, you would know this because you you know you covered a lot of games. You know you would have pretty much free access to whatever. Yep. Uh, after the game was over, you go down the field. You know you can take pictures. You can uh, kind of get inside of the of the uh, of the press conference and and sit in the same room with the coaches as opposed to being on a Zoom meeting. Uh, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that we weren't able to do. But today, you know, we were able to go on the other side of the rope. Uh, we were able to be within about two feet of, of Coach Saban. Uh, and I and I thought that was really really awesome, and I think it's really cool, and hopefully showing a little bit of progress towards someday getting back to somewhat of a normal schedule. Shoot, I'd love to get back to a normal schedule. You're seeing guys, people around here, you know, some some mask wearing here and there, but but it, but it, honestly, it's just it's just great to be out and enjoying sports and enjoying an event that we missed last year. Uh, not 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 only just just to enjoy watching the SEC coaches play golf. But the main thing is we're raising money for Children's of Alabama. And, and, and to miss it last year, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that, that organization was not, you know, that, that, that hurt them financially, which ultimately hurt the kids. And, and we're happy to be back out here uh, to support the children. And, and, and it gives us a, a, a first – it's really my first uh, time being around, uh, being around New Auburn coach Brian Harson. Yeah. Uh, you know – he, Who's, who looks like he's in shape. Yes, I that mean, was my just, point. Oh, man. He looks like he's ready to go play uh, for Auburn. Like he, a linebacker. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so, you know, Nick Saban may, uh, will, is – is is the better football coach, but I'm but I'm wondering uh, if <laughs> if he could hold his own in a fight there with Brian Harson. I think Brian Harson might yeah, might have. Him I don't know about that. Oof. That's uh, that's oof. I don't even know. I don't know if Jacob can beat Brian Harson. He looks more like a strength and conditioning coach than a head coach, to be honest with you. Uh, just, yeah, yeah. That that's a good point. Yeah. 
We got a couple guys teeing off at hole one right now. Looks like a couple members, maybe. Yeah, I think I think they've opened up the uh, the rest of the day for the members. A lot of members on, on the putting green right now. Kind Greg McElroy is uh, supposed to tee off shoot, here too. Here shooting, uh, hanging out with one another, uh, trying to get their stroke get strokes correct before they hit actually hit the course. Oh, that fella just bombed it right down the middle. Good for him. That'd be nice, James. You want to go play some golf tomorrow or tonight? I just want to play right now. Yeah. I've been sitting out here watching these guys since about what? What time we get? Here? Six thirty this yeah, morning. Yeah. I got the itch, man. I'm just ready to get out there. I got my got my shoes on. I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready to get out there and play because uh, I I just love golf that much. I think this is great. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where COVID has just taken so much away from us. Uh, in regards to being more active in sports, being more active in media. Uh, and I think it's amazing that we're able to, you know, just be out here to enjoy it. You know, be out here to enjoy the sound of the club hitting the ball. Uh, getting an opportunity to, you know, see Nate Oates and Nick Saban kind of, uh, you know, be a little bit lighthearted. Human? Yeah, human. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great point. I mean, you know, these guys live so intensely. You know, Nick Saban especially, like you look at it, he's sitting there today and just smiling, joyful. Uh, not that he's not happy. I'm not I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying it's a different side of Nick Saban that yeah, I've ever seen certainly, today. Certainly. Relaxed uh, which a bit. Is, It is, yeah. And it really is. And that's something we haven't seen in a long time, to be honest. Probably. A long time. Oh, God. Since before COVID, at yeah, least. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean. Well, Jacob, I want to ask you a question that we uh, kind of bantered around at the very beginning of our show before I think you were uh, – with us, uh, no, he was with us. With yeah, he, I've been here yeah, the whole time. <laughs> the whole time he's been. Here. Oh man, it's been a, it's been, it's been a morning. It's been a morning traveling. Up Are you already that tired? It ain't even that. Well, ain't even that early yet. Well, we did. We did we, <laughs> I we, mean, we were at the studio at like what quarter? Uh, yeah, quarter four, after? Four, yeah, four, four, somewhere yeah. in there. It's yeah. probably about that time for some sustenance, <laughs> some lunch. It really is. That's I'm, what it I is. Am, I am starving. Did you find out what they got on the spread back there? Sandwiches. I didn't see anything yet. So I'm 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 cautiously optimistic here about right. what's going to be partaken of. Well, I need you to go in there and take two of everything for us. You know, two what are you, Barry Sanderson over here? He was trying to tell me to go in there and steal merch for him this morning. Uh, Barry has a <laughs> Barry has a uh, has a saying that he shares with his father and a former former Georgia coach, I believe Hugh Durham. It says, "If it's free, take three. Oh, I say if it's free, it's for me. That's that's <laughs> what that's what I say. Uh, on that one. So, what's the coolest free thing you've ever got? Oh, that's a fun question, Jacob. If you if you have one too, what's the coolest free thing you've ever got? The coolest? Well, I guess you paid for it with your ticket, but I got a I got a uh, I got a Sid Luckman bobblehead for uh, g- going to a Bears game that they handed out at the gate. A uh, who? Sid Luckman, the greatest Bears quarterback history in, in NFL history. Uh, Seven I touchdowns it was in the Jay game. Cutler. Yeah, yeah, I thought it, it was too. I it, thought Jay Cutler was your they're all your the man, your man crush. They're all the greatest. <laughs> Justin Fields, they're all the greatest because they're all in the Justin same Justin Fields, level. the greatest now. <laughs> Underneath exactly that really low bar that's set for him. That's exactly right. That's. Exactly <laughs> <laughs> we Jake, got a half hour left here on Southern Fried Sports as we're hanging out at Regent's uh, pr- Tradition. You just interrupted well. Jacob. I was asking him what the greatest free thing he's had. Was. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, come on, man. You know, psychology teaches us there's no such thing as a free lunch. So, I, I don't honestly, I don't oh, know Lord. if there's anything free that I've ever gotten that's that's not like a, you know, a gift. You know, somebody paid for it though. So, I I don't know. 
Sorry to be the bummer there. You totally could have interrupted <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, you just shot that. Yeah, someone always right does into pay. The ground. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Someone freedom always isn't free. Right? I was Is going that to where break, going? and you interrupted me going to break. Sorry, for that. you can. For that. You, well, I was waiting. I thought Jacob had this big elaborate no, story about just, how he, you know, won some contest. He just wants to I never won nothing. He does that a lot to me. He does that a lot to me. Jake, I'll come up with this great topic. Well, let me tell you why you're wrong, James, because name, image, and likeness. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. You you can't say that I shut things down when you don't contribute (laughs) to the argument with facts. (laughs) Oh, gosh. All right. We're going to break here at on Southern Fried Sports. This is we're at the region's traditional program, watching Nick Saban, Nate Oates, and Greg Byrne and Greg Sankey uh, hit the links here, playing a little golf. We're in Birmingham at Greystone. I'm Joe Gaither, joined by James Ludeman and Jacob Harrison. We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to Southern Fried Sports with BamaOnline.com senior analyst Travis Ryer on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Back into uh, Southern Pride Sports here on Tide 100.9. It is the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. James Ludeman, Joe Gaither hanging out with you here at the Regions Traditions Pro-Am Wednesday. Today, we are here right now. Saw Nick Saban, Nate Oates, among others. Charles Barkley, of course, here. Bo Jackson, Eddie George in the house. One of my favorite running backs. I love that guy. So two Heisman Trophy winners on the course right now. Bo Jackson. And uh, Eddie George. I love wow. it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, it's really t- now. It started out as kind of a tough day weather-wise when we got here. It, it was a little bit now. rainy. Well, and then you look over there. It's all headed that way. It's all headed that way. Hopefully, yep, yep, not yep. anywhere near but us. The, so. the putting green got crowded. The putting green has gotten it, real it, crowded. It really did. It's uh, it's blown up here. Uh, a couple guys. Here's the thing, Joe. I want to ask you this: If you had a choice to go and play golf. And uh, you had the opportunity to get a caddy. Would you do it? Well, my dad caddies on, in the summertime as a part-time really? job because uh, he's a teacher. He's a school teacher, and uh, wow. he, he caddies at a course in Chattanooga. And uh, it is uh, fairly taxing. Uh, you carrying around the bags, uh, but I think it's also fairly lucrative as well. Uh, would I want a caddy? Of course, I'd want a caddy because you turn around, you, you ask the caddy, the course caddy, who knows the course. You know, hey, what should I shoot here? Where should I be aiming? What 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 parts of the hole do I want to be avoiding here? You know, especially when you get up to the greens. Uh, how does this put putt break? What you know? Are, yeah. are these greens normally hard or fast? Look at this fellow down on his hands and knees over here on the putting green, uh, reading the putting green. And that's what a caddy would do for you. It would line you up, get you set up to play. You probably shoot your best score you ever shot if you had a caddy. Uh, someone basically there to be your guardian angel on the course. They actually go out at like five in the morning too, and and they go out and they they read the they they do all the things you just said, but they do it long before the golfer even gets there. Uh, I mean, it is not just a show up, carry the clubs job. It is, uh, you know, they they'll recommend clubs. They'll they'll say, hey, you know, based on the distance, you should try this club. 
sometimes, it, you know, the caddies do a really good job of, of uh, reading the course here. Would you caddy for any of the four guys we've talked about already as far as, you know, golf goes? So Nick Saban, Nate Oates. You know, if you had a chance to caddy for one of them, would you would you do it? I think on the same question, who would you rather who would you rather be paired with to play? I think if you uh, had to caddy for one of them, I might have a different answer. Instead of instead of uh, being paired to play with Wimp Sanderson, if I had to caddy for one of them, I would caddy for John Parker Wilson. You know why? Because wow. he he would be the most laid back of the group. You hand him the wrong club, that's nah, no big deal. You you, <laughs> you you give him the wrong read, that's okay. It's no problem. John Parker is just a laid-back guy who, you know, he seems to be able to handle himself on the golf course. He probably wouldn't be asking me for too many uh, too many tips, too many questions, but he'd also be, much, I think he'd be the most forgiving if I gave him incorrect advice. I think he'd, uh, he'd let it roll off his shoulder and move on to the next shot. I'm still saying Nate Oates. I, I, I feel like, again, it's a situation where... Uh, but Nate will probably lean on you really heavily based off his uh, lack of experience. Yeah, uh, are you prepared again, for that I pressure? I don't feel like he would be like – I feel like he'd be like JPW. I, I, I feel like he'd be kind of chill about it, you know, like, because he's not uh, – again, it goes back to he's he seems to be a good golfer based on what we're seeing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, you know, he's, he's, not, he's not some PGA Tour professional who's like – who knows the course back and forth. I mean, you can give him a club and – I don't know. He might take it. I don't know. I don't know how that would work, you know, because he'll look at you and go, Joe, what do you think here? Well, uh, here, hit this. Try one. this six iron. <laughs> Try, Try this. this seven iron. But I'm putting, <laughs> you know. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, yeah, but, I mean, it's it's just a situation where you, you want to be with somebody who's really relaxed. Now, Nick right. Saban, I wouldn't want a caddy for him. Ooh, high pressure. You don't want to step on his line. You don't want to give no. him the wrong club. Nope. Give him the wrong, the wrong advice, the wrong yardage. Yep. You know, he's probably out here. He probably doesn't need a range finder. He's probably got it just eyeballs it. And he, uh, you ask him how far it is. Oh, it's 150. He's no, it's 120. It probably gets upset with you. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if he's like me. You know, I, I misread club sizes sometimes. Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, it causes me to be short. I will say that happens to me a lot, a lot more often than not. You know, I'll hit a good shot with an iron, but I'll end up being short uh, because I'm not judging the club size correctly. Sure. There's a lot to it. I mean, I was telling Jacob earlier, there, there's a lot to this game. It's more than just coming out here and hitting a golf ball. It, it is, you know, the nuances of, of, of where you're at, the courses, the hills, uh, the sand, the, the water. I mean, there's there's a lot of things to take into consideration not only that you have to not only that show you have to be in good form like you you have to hold the club properly you have to use your hips as we heard earlier from dana uh dana's golf school on uh, the gary harris show there uh you have to kind of you know you, there's a lot that goes through the the process of this and that, that, that's probably why nick saban's really good at it because there's a process really really uh detail oriented he probably relishes every bit of the details whether his feet are aligned properly are my hands aligned properly is the ball in the right spot you know you got to move different 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 clubs different different uh different different clubs require the ball to be placed in different spots on the on on the ground so uh nick saban probably loves that aspect just the details and how every little detail matters i think he trans he tries to translate that into his football program as well oh goodness we got uh, the wind picking up out here looks like uh Looks like some rain out here. I'm not James Spann or anything. I'm James Ludeman, but, uh, you know, it's it's cooling off just a little bit here. You, 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 did you like that joke, Joe? I, I liked that I joke. really tried. I really tried to not be James Spann uh, <laughs> right there. Um, what do you think is harder, 
because I think we talked about this earlier too, but I want to circle back to it. What do you think is harder, putting or driving? For me, driving, driving, I have much less control, uh, and I'm just, I'm just not a very good golf, golfer in general. But, but, but for me, uh, driving, and, and I, I would say that I uh, have minimal more experience putting, just because I enjoy putt putt, and I enjoy putting. Uh, on, I've got a little putting mat in my house. We joked about Nick Saban's putting mat in in his office. I got a little putting mat in my house that I like to uh, use from time to time. So I have more experience with my putter. Uh, there's a lot of less, a lot less, a lot fewer chances. Excuse me. A lot fewer chances to uh, to practice the on the old driver. Uh, I, can, I can practice the putter right there in my living room. So I used to, when I lived in Moundville, I used to go out to the front yard, and uh, I would just hit. You know, because we had we had wide open field out there, so I I would have the ability just to go out, put my tee up from my front yard, and hit out to the church property, which was just nothing but field. Uh, so there were some times I was able to get a couple drives That's out there, good. which was really fun. Um, you know, you use the junk balls for something like that. Of course, you, know, you don't yeah, use your good stuff, of course. But um, but it was fun. But if yeah, you're a golfer like me, every ball is a junk ball. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. My my main objective yeah. over, the, over the weekend when I was golfing is uh, I, I, you go out there. I'm going to start with this ball, see how long it lasts. Me see, I was plus one on golf balls. I, I ended up, you okay. know, I, I lost a couple balls. I found a couple balls, and by the end of the by the end of the round, I was plus one on golf balls. Oh, you can always find golf balls. Of course. I mean, they're, they're, if you're looking hard enough, there's going to be some golf balls. Well, somewhere. I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to leave the course with fewer balls than I, than I, than I yes. arrived with. So uh, even though I, lo- I did lose a couple, I uh, ended up finding uh, a few more that uh, that made up for the loss. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I'm the same way. I don't I don't want to go into a course because you know usually I'll buy some golf balls um, before I go out and I'll put them in my bag and and you know I may not use all of them. I might. I probably will use all of them. Knowing <laughs> me, uh, but. But again, if I can leave with more than what I came with, That's a it's great a successful day. Yeah, I don't care what the score is yeah. on my card. Yeah, I, and besides, I'm just writing four for all of them anyway. So ain't like just like those <laughs> like Auburn matters, just like Charles Barkley is right now. <laughs> uh, those Auburn, Auburn no, fellas no. can't count. To five. No, they have scorers, I guess that keep that are keeping track. Because I see scores are coming up. Well, over did there. they give the Auburn scores? Uh, did they give the Auburn math to the Auburn scorers? I don't think so. I think they probably have PGA professionals doing that who know how to count. Try to keep you know? it nice and objective. Yeah, nice and objective. That's right. Maybe maybe it's less insulting if we say objective, you know, rather than, you know, you can't count. Well, you know, <laughs> you go to you go to the Auburn School of Accounting, you, you might turn, you might mix, mistake your fours for fives or your fives for, for fours. You know, I will say as far as turnout goes, you know, fans wise. Uh, there, there's a pretty good amount of fans. I don't know what the capacity is here today. It's just pretty wide open. Sure. So I feel like because you're outside, uh, the, the capacity should be a little bit better. Uh, but I've seen a fair amount of Auburn fans out here, seen some Georgia fans sprinkled in here and there. Uh, obviously seen a, a pretty good amount of Alabama fans, too. Who do you think shoots the lowest above, between uh, Brian Harson, Kirby Smart, and Nick Saban? you got the three the three big-time football coaches out here. Uh, Brian Harson, who I know absolutely nothing about on the golf course. I yeah. know that Kirby and Kirby and Coach Saban would play together from time to time uh, during their days in Tuscaloosa, but, uh, you know, I have no idea if the skill level is uh, uh, He had a good Smart. drive off the first tee earlier. Well, uh, Kirby's he an there. athlete. He had, he had a good, yeah, he is. He former, had a really good drive, though. Former college athlete just like Nick Saban uh so I expect him to uh you know the 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 real thing that I'm worried about he's out on the course with Greg Sankey (laughs) so yeah you're out on the course 
two and a half, three and a half, maybe four hours with uh, with the guy who runs the conference. Do you think that uh, he's trying to get some uh, preferential treatment for the Georgia I Bulldogs? Mean, trying to kind of garner some favor with the conference with, with the conference office? I don't want to speculate and give any rumor or anything. Well, it's radio. Because, it's, it, we, I mean, that's radio. That's what radio. we do. Uh, but at the same time, you know, there's a benefit with playing with the commissioner in the SEC. There's got to be. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something better. Hey, next year when my guy, you know, when one of my guys gets kicked out of a game, let's 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 ease up on could the suspension. Just, yeah, could we ease up on the fine just a little bit maybe, uh, you know, something like that. Um, <laughs> I think it's just fishing for a story he, he, at that he, point. He, but still, he, but you know, it's it, 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 it's interesting to play He's probably going to ask Greg Sankey if he can ban Alabama from playing backup quarterbacks in their football games. I mean, listen. If I'm if I'm Kirby Smart, I'm trying to take whatever advantage, quote unquote, that I can get. Uh, how, how soon? Speaking of advantage, how soon will the University of Georgia unroll, uh, unveil their their name, image, and likeness academic program called also, uh, also called the Advantage? Oh, I'm surprised it's going to be. Uh, I'm surprised they don't call it like the Advantage Part Do. You know, <laughs> something like that. Uh, something silly, some silly name like the uh, advancement instead of the advantage. Uh, you know, something silly like that. You know, where it's where it's basically the same thing Alabama did, except for it's a different name. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all if that if that oh, were the case. There he is, national champion Greg McElroy has hit the putter the the putting green. Oh man, there he is in, getting ready for, getting ready for his round here. Uh, and let's see if is he going to make the first one. Let's see, he's putting. Here it is. Boom. Oh, it's in. Automatic. Automatic. One for one. Let's see. Two, for two. Let's see two, two for two. Let's see two for two. Here. Are we going to go for it? Gre- G-Mac? Road G-Mac. Sc- Road Scholar. Greg McElroy. Former Road Scholar. I like Former it. New York Jet. Oh, oh it's Two for in. two. Man. Dropping Dude's... the third ball. What's he, about seven feet away? I'd six feet about away? six feet. Yeah, about six feet away. This, this, this is the way you want to start your golf day. That's go right. for it. Three for three. Do it. Oh, three man. for three. Yeah, Greg. Hey, Greg, Greg I McElroy, see you. Three for three. I see you, Greg. Three putts. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Giving the crowd some love. We're going to take our Tip last your cap, break. pal. Tip your cap. He's, like, he's looking at me like, shut up, man. Anyway. No, We're going to take our last break on Southern Pride <laughs> Sports, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the day here at the Regents Tradition, the Pro-Am. We got a lot of We got a lot of uh, famous athletes and coaches out on the course, and we're here covered it all right here on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. The high today, 75. For tonight, fair and cool with a low at 52. And for tomorrow and Friday, the weather will be dry with a good supply of sunshine both days. Highs between 74 and 77. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 70 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The flagship station for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Alabama touchdown. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the Regions Pro-Am right here on Tide 100.9. Joe Gaither, James Ludeman, and Jacob Harrison hanging out with you at, at Hoover at Greystone Golf and Country Club as Nick Saban, Brian Harson, Kirby Smart, and several others have uh, taken the course. We are awaiting Greg McElroy getting up on the tee box now. He's headed for his 12 He's headed for the tee. He's That's pointing right. his putter. That's right. Let's go, That's national right. champ. 
Let's Champion, go. ESPN, of ESPN SEC commentator. Network. Well, the same company. Oh, yeah, yeah. Family same company. Just like, you know. The family company. We're Town Square Media, also tied to 100.9. That's kind right. Of all the same. Big, big deal, yeah. So we've had a lot of fun here at the uh, Region Tradition. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing a, a leaderboard update when we get off. To, we're we're going to finish here at 12 o'clock and find out what the leaderboard is looking like. Keep up with uh, all the latest updates from uh, from the golf tournament here on Tide100.9.com and download that Tide109 app. VJ Singh As, over uh, there. Uh, who, oh. Greg McElroy is actually playing with uh, VJ Singh in a group. Uh, so th- he's actually warming up. He's got the long putter out. Um, BJ Singh is uh, man. He's a legend. legend. He's a legend, man. Absolutely, very, very good. He won a Masters. I believe he did. Yes, I think yeah, he I did. I believe as well. he did. Yeah. So very, very good. So their group's going to get ready to tee off here uh, in just about ten minutes, uh, as well as uh, there goes Greg in the golf cart heading that way toward the uh, first tee, the par four, four hundred yards. Uh, as well over there uh, at we, 12 o'clock. Uh, Greg will hit it straight. He'll bomb it. I think he will. He seems like he's he's a good golfer. I don't I don't know. Just just uh, again, looks are not everything, you know. But he's definitely he definitely looks the part of a golfer, uh, which is he's very dressed good. for it. I mean, he is he is absolutely one hundred percent. You know, it's a situation where we'll we'll just have to kind of watch and you know see what happens. Yeah, they'll, they'll announce him off pretty soon, and and uh, if we are still on the air at, at, when he hits, we'll let you know if he goes down the middle or not. Uh, it's been a, a lot of fun here today. What was your uh, what, what was what was the coolest thing you saw so far? Man, I think it was just cool to to be here. Uh, I mean, you know, there were a lot of really good celebrities. Everybody was really nice. Um, you know, getting to see Nick Saban up close was pretty nice. Uh, I mean, that was that was a pretty cool th- cool moment. Sure. Um, getting to see him swing and just be kind of, as we said, kind of lighthearted. Um, you know, seeing Wimp, uh, Wimp Sanderson here today was pretty awesome, Coach too. Coach said I, not to expect much from him today, but I... Well, he I, hit a straight shot I right after that. I bet he did that. fine. I he bet he's fine. out there doing fine. I'm sure he did. I mean, I'm interested to see the leaderboard as well uh, and just kind of where, you know, where we're at as far as, you know, who's leading and, and what that looks like. So, uh, you know, if... Uh, Nick Saban is is doing well. I'm going to be happy about that, I think. Uh, Out of all the people in Alabama who are here, I mean, I feel like he would be the guy that would be doing the best. Oh, yeah, everybody be cheering for for, for, for Nick over over anyone else. If if he is leading the tournament or 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 if he's put on a good score today, that will be the story, even even over uh, any good or bad shots from Nate Oates or any good or bad shots from – from from John Parker Wilson or even Greg McElroy as Greg is is kind of getting warmed up. He's chatting with uh, ch- chatting with the patrons. He's chatting with the uh, the announcer who's about to announce his uh, his uh, basically give him an introduction, get him ready to go off on that first tee as uh, he's taking part in, in this great event that's supporting Children's of Alabama. I uh, want to remind you that uh, this tournament has raised over nineteen million dollars since nineteen ninety two for Children's of Alabama. So uh, come out and be a part of it uh, as uh, you're, you're welcome to come up to Greystone Golf Course. And get on and watch these, watch these, uh, watch the senior members of the PGA Tour, and watch some of these uh, celebrities, uh, celebrities, and, and and athletes who who are out here to support children of Alabama. Yeah, Joe, what's your uh, what's your biggest takeaway today? 
Uh, the coolest thing, the biggest takeaway for me, uh, I'm going to say really Charles Barkley's interaction with everyone really uh, has been – has been. Uh, so he has that reputation of being a, a real people person, and uh, I would say in the limited interaction that I had with him, he is exactly that. He he is uh, waving at everybody that's walked by him. He's, he's uh, said, hey he, – after he hit his first tee shot, he was walking – he was kind of started to walk it down, uh, but, but a patron waved at him off to the side, and – Charles Barkley stopped what he was doing and walked over to him, shook his hand, said hi, and I just think that's it speaks highly of him. It speaks uh, what kind of character he is, and I know he booed Nate Oates on that on the first tee box, but I think that you can feel that he's got a genuine love for people, and he's got a genuine love for fun, and and just a love for love and a love for life, and I and I like being around that. Yeah, I agree, and and I'm I I think it's fantastic to you know be able to see. Uh, all of these guys come out here for a great cause, as you mentioned before. Uh, it really turned into a beautiful day. It started kind of yeah. rough, uh, yeah, but now absolutely. it's it's cloudy. It's nice. We got some great people down here working, walking around, eating food that hopefully I'm going to get to eat some soon. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like as he's holding it up in front of me. I think that was a donut. Uh, it like. I, I think it was a donut. It really looked good, whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, the next group: uh, Greg McElroy, VJ Singh, getting ready to tee off here in just a few minutes, and. Uh, I bet you Greg Mackerel, Greg's a smart guy, road scholar. We mentioned that earlier. Greg is probably thinking, I can pick up three good golf tips from VJ Singh today, and this day yeah. will be worth my time. I think that's the point of a pro-am, if you're asking me. I think it, I think it's really just about, yeah, it's about doing charity and having fun and stuff. But if you're if you're a celebrity, you know, you're trying to get tips from a, from a professional. You know, you don't just play golf and just, you know, hope for the best. I mean. You know, if Greg can go in with VJ Singh and get a, a get two or three tips on how to, you know, swing better or whatnot. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? I you would know? be picking his brain the whole day. Did you, you think see that Nick shot? Saban's going to ask Ernie Ells questions? Oh, of course Ernie Ells, yes, of course, yes, of course. He I'd is. say, oh, uh, VJ, did you see that shot? What did, did you think? You know, anything you see? My stance too is my stance too closed? You know, yeah. I, did I release my hands too early? He, he, they're about to get up and get, get going. I think this is the last pairing uh, of the day. Uh, you know, Greg, Greg must have had a conflict. Greg, Greg must have had yeah, an ESPN he, conflict. He probably had flying in on. a little later. Uh, but uh, but you know what? He he made it out here, and he's about to. Pr- he probably wanted to see what John Parker shot so that he can go a couple couple below that. The battle of the uh, the battle of the announcers. Uh, <laughs> you know. Who's going to be better? Well, they were back to ba- they were they were back to back quarterbacks here at Alabama, so it's only fitting that they should uh, play uh, in the event pretty much together. Absolutely, yeah, I agree with that. And as we uh, wind down our time here, as Greg McElroy gets ready to uh, tee off, first of all, we want to say a big thank you uh, to BJ Singh right down the middle. That was nice, Regents, uh, for having us out here today. We want to thank Greystone Golf Club and Country Club. Uh, for having us out here today. Thank you to Children's of Alabama uh, for putting on this event for our kids. And then, of course, big thank you uh, to Todd 100.9 for having us out here today. Joe, thank you for coming out here and getting, uh, you know, getting to hang out. It was great. We had a great time. Thanks to Gary Harris uh, and Travis Ryer for taking a day and, and letting us have some time uh, with this great golf course today. And big thanks to Jacob Harrison uh, as well, who's been doing all the hard work in the studio this morning. Uh, for us here as well and uh, we appreciate him and what he does uh, for Tide 100.9 for Joe Gaither, the Iron Man myself, James Ludeman thank you all for listening today stay tuned, the Jay Barker Show is next on Cinco de Mayo 
Roll Tide. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day.